This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerald Farrelly. And I'm Eve Kavanagh. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Yes! I have wonderful news. Wonderful, wonderful news. Are you pregnant? Uh, no. <laughs> I have, um, as they say, what's the word? I have given suck. <laughs> Do you remember we said that the last time? Given suck. It, Love it. it. It's, Mac- it's Shakespearean for I've it had is. a baby. I haven't had a baby. My sister has had a baby. Oh, girl. She's absolutely gorgeous. And what's her name? Uh, Bonnie. Oh, she's a bunny girl. She is absolutely oh, gorgeous. So and as for lovely. the rest of them, the older they get, the cuter they ain't. Ah. She's number 11. Oh, now I was kind of hoping that she'd be called Evelyn. I kept floating the name Evelyn because like, it would have been cool like if she was number 11 and called Evelyn. 11 Evelyn? Uh, Evelyn yeah. That's you only know, funny for the people who know that there's 11. Yeah, I know. But like for me, like I, I, I would have been able to make the joke. Oh, you called her Evelyn. Okay. Number 11. So you were basically looking for material for your new show. Yeah, I was. <laughs> But she's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I love her now. Because you know my sister had our baby last year. So don't she's, care. She's don't a year care. old. She's, no, she's a year old this week. I'm just saying. She's Is she just, a year old this she, week? She was a year old on the 18th, yeah. Oh my God, that's gone really quick. I know. Oh, that, that child knows where the camera is at all times. She's gorgeous. <gasps> She's Poppy. So we have happy names. Poppy, Bonnie. They're lovely. Aren't they really cute? Yeah. She, uh, do you know what? There's nothing like it. Like she's just so tiny. And she's got like such a little like soft I know. face. I know. I and she, remember. And also, she was in um, what's the thing? I, I, intensive care for a week. Why? Just, I just, just, just need a little development. I little know. Bless her. She just, she was just like, I don't want to just last any minutes. Go down to a ward. Mind me. Don't want to go into a ward and get passed around. I know. Excuse me. I know. Put I'll me in stay. a hot box. <laughs> <laughs> and if people <laughs> want to see me, let there be a schedule. She's got standards. Well, she's gorgeous though she's I love your her. type of yeah. girl she's just very cute oh no they are beautiful they yeah. are beautiful and her face is so soft I know wait till you get to my stage you know <laughs> when you're actually basically a granty because <laughs> a great auntie because I am a great auntie and there's a, there's a moment where you realise I'm actually that old now I know I, I'll never get that old uh, Yeah. well I've never admit I mean you're on your way like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie you're well on your way. Your problem is you admit to it. I don't care. You do because you go in and your people go, "Oh, you look great." I'm fifty six. I'm fifty six. I love it. Whereas I, I love like, the look no. on their faces when I say I'm fifty six, and they go, "You're never fifty six." No, I don't care what they mean. The or best not. compliment I don't I, care. Uh, the best compliment I ever got <laughs> was my brother said I looked like somebody in their early thirties that really hit it hard in their twenties. <laughs> now that's a compliment I'll take that that is a compliment I'll take that because it it's kind of secretly a makes year you a year old that lived you know you've had an exciting life you know, yeah, exactly. you know it's definitely more exciting than my life would have been in my 30s yeah <laughs> um, yeah so it's been, it's been a, yeah it's been a great week I'm oh, delighted that's with so, I'm so happy for you Boots has another cousin it did make me think like I would love to have a little baby would you? yeah do you think Boots will attempt to allow that? No, happen? she'd probably suffocate it in the crib. But like, <laughs> and how does your partner feel about this sudden? Well, you know, he's you know, you know, domestic want. He, he, he puts up with a lot of me whims. Uh, <laughs> you know, I want a plant. <laughs> Should we get a skylight? <laughs> I'd are like you, a baby. Are you the top apartment? <laughs> I just want to be very clear because <laughs> the skylight's a very different thing. And you, if you're not, it would be all the more interesting <laughs> if we weren't. 
<laughs> the people on top suddenly give you a little moment of loveliness. <laughs> um, oh, but you know, funny enough, actually, I recorded something that just came out last week. I've been trying out other podcasts. Did you know that? Really? Uh-huh. I've been visiting. I did Sissy That Pod. I actually watched RuPaul's Drag Race. Can you believe I'd never seen it before? <laughs> what did you doing, you? I had an opinion. No, no, they didn't. They weren't doing me. <laughs> but the other one I did was called Baby Tribe, where I talked about my birth experiences. I loved the experience of it. And the thing is, even though... Now, when it, you say birthing stories, were you... I was talking about, you know, what my pregnancies were like, how, you know, the birth. I was, I didn't go too graphic, let's be honest. We don't need to go too graphic, <laughs> you know. And it is over 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, it was an interesting conversation because it was about parenting. What, 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 way, what way did birthing work then? Did they, like, rub a herb into your teeth and... <laughs> <laughs> Gave you a piece of wood send, to bite down send on. You, send you down to the river. <laughs> Oh, you've been harsh with me over the years. I have to tell you, that's the harshest <laughs> you've ever been. No, no, I was because obviously also, you know, we, we talked about, you know, how different parenting is and even the experience. I really love talking about those things. Maybe you need, you need to not put that out there because the last thing you need now is other people, you know, hassling you to do Using me as a meme. You just need, <laughs> no, what you need to do is you need to run, you need to run these podcasts by me. Okay. Now, Thief, that's a great one. I, lo- I, I, know, I like really ba- loved it. I've listened it. to Baby Tribe myself, even though I don't have a, you know... I loved it. The I actually bits. loved that conversation that I had with him. We could have talked all day. God bless him. As you know. Here's the thing about Thief. Right. He's a great conversationalist. Oh, he's wonderful. We had yeah. wonderful conversations. There's something very empathetic about him. He's a musician as well. Did you know that? Yeah, and he's a painter. Oh, wow. No. He's a lot of skills. You could, you could, and he, you he, could dislike he wastes, him. He wastes them delivering babies. Uh, my week was good. My week was very good. I'm back Camino training. So there's a lot of walk, long walks, <laughs> long walks. And, um, you know, we did. When are you going to do the, this? Is the last phase of the Camino, the third, isn't it? It's a bit like your tour in the last phase of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's going on a long time. <laughs> now, this is our last bit, right? So basically, <laughs> we're walking the last bit of the Portuguese Camino. So we're about to go over into the Spanish, from into the Spanish section, you know, from Portugal. And basically, we've about 150, 140 and 150 kilometres left to do. So we're going to do it all in one go. So we're actually going to go into Santiago. For how many days? Over how many days? We'll do it about, this year we're really lucky because we're going to do it over maybe eight eight days. Whereas in previous times, we were doing something like, you know, four days we did 100 kilometres, 120 kilometres you know and 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 you think it's going to be this distance based on what they say in the book and then some days it doesn't turn out to be that distance and they're the days you can't even look at me because I get annoyed but at the end of it we're going to we will have walked from Lisbon all the way up to Santiago now I know you think that that's impressive it is impressive 640 kilometres we'll have done but in a world where there's trains (laughs) That just sounds like failure to me. No, it's amazing. Oh, no. It's just so. Do you know what's amazing about it? All you have to do all day is to get from one place to another place with your bag on your back and not kill the other person who's with you. That's all. Nick, you have to that's do. a lot of work. I know. <laughs> I'll tell you what I expect from myself when I go on holidays. Okay, what is it? It's to get from page seventy-seven to page three hundred. Okay, fair enough. That's that's a day's work for me. <laughs> I'm going to say. It's not My strictly a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Go turn the pages, how, lift a cocktail. Do you know oh. how somebody else to turn the page for you while they're fanning you? Well, that's the goal. But I, 
Which I, mean, is, I just, I don't understand it. No, it's not your thing. It's not, No, it's not my thing. But I like it. I know. Well, I'm happy for you. That, are you, though? I'm happy. Are I am. you, though? I'm happy for you, are you though? that you're going on this and I'm not. <laughs> and I'm happy for you that it's the final stage of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I did me last Baker Street. I know. I, I was sad. so wanted to be there, but unfortunately I was working and, you know, if I lived in Dublin, I could have made it for the second half. <laughs> no, I, you know what, I, because I saw you in Belfast and you were amazing, right? Thank you. You yeah, know, I, you. I know there's a couple of dates left. Are you going to get that conversation in before? We... Yeah, there are a few dates left. Yeah, okay. But you're yeah. selling well. I see you added another show and care. What's, what's going on there? Yeah, I think it's small though. Oh, you're so humble. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? I like, know, I know, but you're brilliant. No, it's not the point. So, <laughs> how did it feel doing Vicar Street, you know, for the last time, this time? Um, it was grand. I didn't really think about it too much, to be honest. Okay. Do you know what? I'll tell you, I, I, I've worked this out, right? Okay. Because this show, this tour has gone on, like, but my favourite shows to do are when I haven't done it for a while. Yes. Because I don't, I... It's it not renews really, your excitement in it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, what's next? And what, your brain is kind of like really mm-hmm. firing. Yeah. Because where you're doing like, you know, three or four shows a week and like the fourth show of the week, you're, you're nearly rattling it out like it's a shopping list. Or, or else you're sitting there thinking, have I already said this? Yeah, sometimes. When I did but, Panto, you know, sometimes in your second show, you're, you're kind of going, have I already vanquished this person? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nearly sure I killed her, but I can't remember. <laughs> but here she is again. Yeah, never mind. I'll just do another chorus um, of Let It Go. Come on then. <laughs> and yeah, it's weird. I'm dying for this show to go. I love the show and I really enjoy it. And, and you're it, brilliant and it's at it. But my best I know what show. you mean. You're, you're moving emotionally Whoa. on into the next bit. Come on. Well, it's a good thing. Go on, go on. No, but is that not a healthy thing? Oh, you're, yeah. Because you're doing Edinburgh this year. Are you. Leave. I just signed the contract during the week and I'm <gasps> act, like, I'm glad you brought this up because I'm in the throes of a mental health crisis just oh, thinking right. about Again. it. Again. Because I just don't want to do it. Every year, every year you have this conversation with me. I'm doing 27 shows. Somebody asked me. I have what, one day off. Oh, my God. One day off and 27 shows? Yeah. And I know you, you'll cram other stuff. I out. hate it. Like people, like I absolutely hate it. Like, I, and it's not just like, Do you oh, know? this makes me tired, or oh, I get stressed or nervous about it. It's not that. It's like I absolutely despise every single second I spend at the Edinburgh Festival. Like I, are you going back to the same place? Hate that it. you were last year. No, I'm not in Gilda Balloon. I'm in the Assembly. Okay. I don't think I'm supposed to say this until it gets announced, but I don't care. <laughs> I hate it. Why? Because it's awful. It's like it's like one of those relationships, you know, those ones where you you can't I can't why can't I quit you, Edinburgh? You know, like in, <laughs> like your man says in Broke Book Bar. <laughs> <laughs> why can't I quit you? It's because like I'll tell you why I'm doing it, right? It feels like you can't, you know, I don't know. Because my next tour is gonna be maybe as big as this one and I need to like I have to write a new show. Okay, so, so I, I just need to work it out. And that's a really good way to do it. And it's a really good way to do it. And it's like all that stage time in a short space of time and you can do, like just go away with a show that sort of works and come back with a show that's like banging. Yes. I'm not a shred of mental health. Like, at, like I come back from Edinburgh crazy. Like, I, I do. So we'll uh, maybe stock up some shows before we go. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't want to look at you for the week after. But you, I'm ter- like the things I'm terrified about, like for a start. Yeah. I cannot believe I'm going to leave my cat for a month. I know. I'm absolutely... Do you know what, what I might do? I might actually bring her. No, do you know what I'll do, right? About a week and a half in, I'll go to Dublin. When I'm down in Dublin, I'll bring boots. I'll get, you know, your partner to put it in a box. And then I'll 
bring her over on the ferry and yeah. come and see you. So you can have FaceTime with your with your lovely cat. I mean I might bring I might bring her. For the month? Yeah. Okay. I, I know. just can't bear the thoughts of leaving her. I know. I don't know how it's you. It's not can... like a baby. Uh, no. Where they're just burdened from start to finish. <laughs> Is this from the guy who was going to have a baby like yeah, I've changed five your mind minutes? Now. I've changed ago. minds. <laughs> they're a logistical nightmare, Neve. I've been cured of my broodiness. <laughs> but like, I just I can't bear the thoughts of not seeing yeah. her for a month. It's no, just. I, know. I, I can't bear it. It's That's lot. number one. Okay. Number two. Number two, I always get fat. In Edinburgh. <laughs> I do. I come back from Edinburgh the size of a car. Do you want me to and, ring you every and, day? And I, like, and I, and I, and there's no, like, there's no mystery to it. It's like a road you had McDonald's at three in the morning on the way home from a gig. Like, what, what do you expect? You haven't run in a month. Some, last year, somebody told me about this bakery in Leith. Oh my God. Was that, it all over for you? That makes, like, it makes these pies, like these, you know, like meat pies, that thick pastry. Mm-hmm. And do you know what's in it? Chicken curry. Oh my god! The with best. rice and everything. Best ever. Neve. Best. I was eating them at two o'clock in the morning oh, in my bedroom. You were. In bed. <laughs> like an animal. <laughs> Secondly, right. So no, no cat. Like no cats get fat. Okay. Thirdly, the audiences are sometimes horrible. Joe <laughs> <laughs> happened to me last year. What? I did Best of Irish, right? Okay. Which is like, it's a show that's beyond the stand. Sure. Stand one over in yeah, um, yeah. Georgia Square. And there were these hammered people heckling at the front, right? Okay. And that show was on, a, it's, it's usually on about half six, I think. And I was like, Jesus, that was a nightmare. I went down, like, I got something to eat. Here, oh, I, actually, I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> I got, you went and got your chicken curry pie. No, I went to <laughs> got something to eat in a, in a restaurant beside the Best of Irish. Yeah. The money I'd got for doing Best of Irish, I left on the table. Because because I just forgot I left it on the so table. I was rich. so stressed, and they it, they assumed that I'd given them a hundred quid as a tip. But anyway, anyway, so that was that gone. I went to do my show, and the same people that were hammered, they were so delighted with you, were at the front of my show. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the worst day of my life. But they followed you there clearly. Oh God, no! It's just it's a nightmare. It's Groundhog no. Day. Do you know what I think? I think really what all I'm hearing is no accountability. You're not. Nobody's making sure you're not you're eating right, and nobody's making sure that you're <laughs> socially <laughs> balancing yourself. I think we need to. I can come with you for the month. Somebody and then did. you go, and then you're out in the street giving out your leaflets to these pigs that just like <laughs> go meow. I, I swear to God, I get really annoyed. I do. And then, do you know what I do? I'll tell you the other thing I do. What do you do? It's like when I'm standing there with my flyers, people are walking by and then I look at them and go, no, I don't want them on my show. <gasps> so I then go, I, I just like refuse to give them a flyer. Oh. I go mad. I'm telling you, I go and mad. And people are like, why, why do you not want me at your show? And I'm just like, you're horrible. Like, get away from me. Oh my God, you are definitely. I do need, I go mad. I'm a bit nervous of you. And my friend Chris, he was like, oh yeah, we'll come over. I was like, I don't think you need to see me like this. Okay. I'm so coming over. I'm going to get the ferry over. Ferry. I can go to Cairn Ryan. I'll bring boots. It'll be fine. Oh, we'll get your little, sanity back in. Poor little booty. Neve, we have more reviews. Oh my gosh, more reviews. What we would love is for you to write reviews about our show on whatever app you listen to. Every time you open the app, hit five stars. Oh yeah. Um, and leave us a lovely review because that helps other people find us. It does. And that will help the people ahead stuff get off our backs. <laughs> 
Hell Hat oh, okay. says, the best way to start the week. Absolutely love listening to this podcast. I only discovered it before Christmas and I've completely binged on it. I can be seen on my daily walk laughing away to myself listening to it. Oh, thank you. Pale Face says, Monday must. I adore this podcast. Mondays wouldn't be the same without the hilarious Gerard and wonderful Neve. They even put my father in. Oh. Friends for years, their chemistry is palpable. Palpable, darling. Palpable chemistry. I know. The advice is not only funny, but often really helpful. What do you mean often? <laughs> no, we're not always, always right. Always helpful. <laughs> we're not always right, Gerard. It's, oh, no. I mean, it's very more subjective. Often we're, more often than not, we're wrong, Neve. <laughs> it's very subjective. <laughs> Um, I, I love the people, you know, who, who write reviews for us are called like Paleface and Uncle Joe and <laughs> Mickey Milken was my favourite, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. You know, I think, I think, you know, I love, I love the fact that nobody actually has a name. We have a follow up, Neve. All right, then. Hey, G. It's to you, you see. So. It's to me. Thank you so much for your advice on AOR. Well, clearly, I wasn't. I was ill that day. Was I ill that day? Yeah, I think so. It was one of the episodes we did without you. <laughs> I was in business with my friends and it was very successful but for my own reasons I had to get out. Thanks for your encouragement. I remember this. Oh, I do it, remember this. Especially after I told you what it was. Yeah, you did. I actually, I'll be honest with you, I didn't remember this. <laughs> I thought we were, I thought this was a different one. No, I, I thought this was. I actually thought this was the ki- the Montessori one, the kindergarten one. Montessori? Yeah, I don't think it is. It's not. No, it's not. Because yeah. when you said that, it, yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for your encouragement to follow my heart and your help in suggesting on how to go about it, which I do not remember. <laughs> we have had the conversation and she is in the process of buying me out. Well, well, well. And most importantly, we wish each other well and have preserved our friendship. That is the most important part. That's great. Yeah, no, it is. Really fantastic. When Sonia replaces you. I was going to say. <laughs> that is, that is what I hope. <laughs> That's my hope. You can hope that all you want. <laughs> 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 something I don't think would have happened if I hadn't got out when I did yeah, okay yeah you see because that's the thing it you is get, you get resentful yeah and the problem is then it's not the other person's fault either no not yeah. at all thanks for your help still love the show and look forward to you every week so glad I asked for your help much love Elizabeth well much love back to you Elizabeth and I'm so glad for you you know it's completely the right thing conversation you know honest conversation is very important isn't it it is very important Eve. yeah so also uh, guarded. <laughs> after the gig, after we're finished here, I have, I have something to say. Neve, you always have something to say. And yet, here we are. Shocker, stop you, the presses. Neve Kavanagh has something to say. <laughs> uh, but you keep coming back. I'm just going to say, I'm just like, <laughs> you sure can't quit me, baby. <laughs> Why can't I quit you? <laughs> that was a great film, Neve. I know, it really was. <laughs> really was. Do you know what? I wa- When I watched it the first time, I was like, let's have a look at this. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Balls my eyes out. Now I just have to put it on and I start balling. I know, oh, I know. It's, it's like It's like the opening credits of Little House in the Prairie. The and the riding it. scene is brilliant. Oh, is, is that with, with the horses, is it? No. That's where he spits on <laughs> his hand in the tent. <gasps> what a gentleman. I know. What a gentleman. Why can't I quit you? <laughs> Shall we move on? Oh, <laughs> okay. That's yep. what you want, the man. <laughs> okay, so we got a couple it's of. It's been problems. a long time since the man's <laughs> I'm okay if they don't spit in their hands. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to finish that. I'm not going to finish that. Neve. I'm in the final throws. 
really? The death throes. The death knell <laughs> of the Glamour Hammer Tour. I, um, I, I feel sad. I feel sad that this is happening. Really? No. Oh, God, I'm thrilled. <laughs> um, on the 29th of February, I will be in the Central in Navan. Mm-hmm. Um, I will then be in the Mullingar Art Centre on the 2nd. Mm-hmm. I will be in Friars Gate in Limerick on the 8th. Okay. The Dock Carrick and Shannon on the 9th. And the Pavilion in Dublin on the 15th. Oh. Yeah, Paddy's weekend. And then the Dock in Carrick and Shannon on the 22nd. Did I say that twice? Yeah, you did. I did. It's either the 9th or the 22nd. I have it in my diary twice. <laughs> Are you going twice? No, I am not. <laughs> on the 23rd, it's Christian whose birthday. That's not her that's not right. Are you just uh, going through your diary? The Castle Bar, <laughs> the Linen Hall and Castle Bar on the 29th of March. The Hill Comedy Club on the 30th, I am doing two shows. Oh. Yeah, an early show and a late show. The late show, I think, is sold out. Oh, get you. And then the Nina Arts Centre has just gone on sale on the 20th of April. PLC. PSLC in Port Marnock on the 27th of April and I know I am also doing the Civic in Talla on I think it's the 6th of June but in bet- before that myself and Chris Kent will be doing previews of our new shows together we're doing a little tour of like about maybe 7 or 8 dates where I'll do an hour he'll do an hour of all oh. just new jokes and where, where are you doing that? very small dates it hasn't been announced yet but it'll be should probably be announced by the time by the time you're doing uh, by the time, <laughs> by the time I'm doing them. <laughs> and by the time you're listening to this. So check out uh, Gerard Farrelly on Instagram. Amazing. It was very hodgepodge, wasn't it, Neve? No, it was very good. It was just off, off, off the cuff. I don't know. I felt like I was invested by the end of it. <laughs> the start. I'll be honest, I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was going to be the same. But no, it was lovely because I got a few birthday mentions in there as well. And everything. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say when you're going, what day you're doing your laundry. <laughs> Maybe I don't like this aggressive job. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> we are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Head Stuff podcast network. If you would like to support the show, you can... Donate money to us to keep your favourite podcast on the road by subscribing to Headstuff Plus. And in return for that, you will get bonus content from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network, which, which, Neve Is celebrating. Is celebrating. It's 10 year anniversary. Oh my God, 10 years. Isn't it 10 years? It is 10 years. It is 10 years. 10 it's a, it's an lovely an, years. It's an anniversary anyway. It is one of those things. It's one of those. The Headstuff Podcast Network is a network based in Dublin. It is part of the podcast studios, which is, is where we record. Oh, yes, it is. And we love podcast. it. And we love it. We love all the people yeah. that work there. There's also headstuff.org, which is a uh, arts and culture site. Oh. And we love them. We yeah, congratulate we them. I know. And if you are considering making a podcast and you're not going to do it with the Headstuff Podcast Network or in the podcast studios, you need to have a long hard look at yourself. I mean, I mean, to be fair, for your you 10th anniversary, on. you can get tin. We can give them a, you know, a tin of soup or something. Tin? Yeah. Good. Good. I was going to get them a present, but now I no, we can just send them, need to. Send them your old tin cans. Yeah, perfect. Ideal, Neve. They'd love it. They'd love it. They're all into that sort of stuff. No, they yeah. are. Very if we easy. tell them it's tin, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's great. We'll put it, we'll, you know. Yeah. 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 Simple people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're a simple people. <laughs> you know they listen to this, right? <laughs> Get ready to celebrate with us as Headstuff hits a remarkable milestone. 
That's right, it's our 10-year anniversary and we want to celebrate with you. To mark this special occasion, we're rolling out the red carpet with exciting surprises. For a limited time only, you can subscribe to Headstuff Plus at headstuffpodcast.com and enjoy a 14-day free trial to access ad-free bonus content from all the shows on the network. And if you're already a member, you'll get 20% off all merch from your favourite shows. Thank you for 10 years of support from all the team at Headstuff. Dear Neven Carote, thank you so much for your wonderful podcast. I first heard about you on the Couples Therapy Pod. I love the Couples Therapy Pod. I do. Naomi Perrigan is a goddess and Andy Beckerman is an absolute gem. <laughs> it's a great podcast. Um, and I started listening to you just after Christmas 2023. Oh, so recently. Oh, that's very recent, yeah. actually. Yeah. I knew you were my people when you talked about loved ones not appreciating the things that you bake. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yes. I felt this in my deep, dark, blackened soul. Mm. A few weeks ago, I was in a car accident. Oh, my God. I was fine, but my car was not. Aww. Yours is the only podcast I've wanted to listen to since because your friendship and advice is truly wonderful to hear and you've made me lull a lot during an otherwise stressful time. You absolutely should still be listening to a couple of therapy, though, because Andy and Naomi would really have a great take on a car accident. Oh, I know. I especially love when you tell people that you're proud of them for doing difficult things or having tough conversations. I don't think we give ourselves or each other enough credit when they have to do when we have to do something that's really hard. And since I know Garode will check, yes, I did become a Headstuff Plus subscriber. Oh my God, he really does. Check. And we put all of the money towards your pod. Thank you. Oh. Gosh, you're so wonderful. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. That's, oh, I love it. I love it. I'm, I I'm very proud of you for doing that. It's Laura. Laura. Mm. I don't have an advice question, but I'm hoping you can clear something up. <laughs> WTF is Baraka or Baraka or Baraka. I don't even know how to spell it. And so Googling has not yielded any answers. I'm an American and I'm wondering if there is an equivalent here. Thank you again. Uh, so much for sharing yourselves oh. and your friendship with the world. Happy birthday, Neve. Thank you, Laura. Baraka is a vitamin, vitamin C? supplement, is but vitamin it's vitamin B. B. Mainly, yeah. Because bar- apparently the Australian ad is Baraka. It gives you the BB bounce. Okay. There Baraka, you go. vitamin B. Tell her how spell it. B-E-R-R-O-C-C-A, I think. So you can Google it. And it comes in a little green tube. Yeah. And They're like fizzy sweets. They're usually soluble, so you put them stamina. in. For stamina. I put, take it before performance. Yeah. All and during sometimes. If you get my meaning. <laughs> sometimes during. Sometimes. Absolutely. Sometimes mm-hmm. during. He does. Sometimes to survive the day with me, I see the Brocca coming out and I know this is hard. This has been a trying yeah. day. Sometimes when I see her coming, I don't even have time to, to dissolve it in water. I just, well, I just chew it. <laughs> Sup on it. <laughs> Honestly... Laura, I hope the car accident yeah, isn't too I'm so traumatic. I'm sorry that happened. I know. It's really, really difficult. I know. Oh, gosh. Have you ever been in a car accident? No. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> that that trip I'm old enough. What, what, what happened? Well, one of them was I probably was responsible for, maybe stopped in the wrong place. Probably responsible for. <laughs> you know, somebody kind of thing. But actually, the most funny one or odd one was we were coming home late one night. We might have talked about this before, actually. And I was parked at a car uh, at the traffic lights and it was like two, three in the morning. And this car tried to get between two cars, the car, me and the car beside me. 
but we were in just ordinary lanes beside each other. So it was quite dramatic. Took out oh, wow. the side of the car. Yeah. And we got out to assess the damage and um, there were five men in the car. So I got back in the car uh, after taking all the photographs and getting his details and then drove home. Didn't get involved with anything because I wasn't 100 percent sure who else was in the car. Oh, God. It's a bit it's a bit worrying, actually, that time of the night, you know. But um, Oh, yeah. I, the only car accidents I've ever been was that one I was in Dubai. I've been driving for like 30, 40 years and, and not about 30 years. And the thing about it is the honest point of it is that I've done a lot of mileage in that time so yeah. the odds are that I'm going to be in an accident not always my problem someone gave me a great tip Which for is? a car accident go on then you should always as soon as you get out of the car ask if they're okay first oh no yeah always because it just it puts you on a, a different if you have to be reminded about that that's not a good thing <laughs> well I've never it, been in a car accident it's my go to you know are you okay <laughs> well I'm not in the business what the fuck did you do my car <laughs> I'm not are in the business okay? of sideswiping cars like oh, you are. I don't sideswipe cars. I just think it, I think that's a great tip because I think that your inclination is always like, oh my god, how much is this going to cost me? I know, I know. There yeah. is that. There is that. I definitely think. Well, that's anyway, listen, uh, Laura. I hope you're okay. And, and yeah, Baraka, you know where to get it now. <laughs> yeah, Baraka. There's it's bound that, to be something it's in America. Absolutely great. Yeah, there's bound to be another the, one. The medication in America is incredible. Oh, I know. It's absolutely. <laughs> I swear to God, absolutely I great. I don't feel drawn. I to don't be- think they need it though, because the vitamins over there are like heavy duty vitamins. I know they like, are definitely. Mm. Okay, so the second problem is kind of similar. It's not so much a problem as a conversation. Right? Oh, go on. Dear Grodin and Neve, I had to wait till payday till I subscribed, but unfortunately the site won't let me go past this page. See attached. I hope you sorted that out. I, I wanted to thank you not. for the advice while back <laughs> in relation to friends cancelling plans due to one thing or another. I was prepared for strong opinions, but seeing it from the other person's perspective helped me be rational. In other words, we must have been, we must have applied a bit of tough love here. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's not fair. I have the expectations on these people, but I've taken your advice and just took a step back. And you know what? I haven't heard from them in months, even after I reached out at Christmas. So maybe that says it all. I'm lucky to have other great friends that I can rely on and have fun with. So as you said, they may reach out in the future. Who knows? It's just strange looking into the future and picturing life without them. That's awful. Um. I just need to find the rest of that. I do have a quick question. Yes, you might. I do have a quick question. You might not run into this problem much as you probably get limousines everywhere. <laughs> she thinks you. I, she, uh, that might be more your life, right? Uh, I didn't win a Eurovision. No, no. Have it's you true. ever been in a limousine? Oh yeah, many. I've never been in a limousine. Have you never? No. Oh no, I've been in quite a few. Uh, it's not as all it's tracked. I was in one for High Road Road. Do you remember you watched me drive away? <gasps> you were. <laughs> And I think we can say now Right That they faked that What do you mean? I was in a limousine No you were in a limousine But, but And you were on a bus No I'll tell you what happened we, Now we can be honest about what happened I don't know I, I we, don't know what happened did, to you after no, I left We did a day's filming Oh yeah no Do you remember? We had to cheat it And I'll tell back. you what happened No oh, I'm going to say this now Oh my god Fucking can open they worms everywhere They flew us in <laughs> To a different airport <laughs> Because it was cheaper and then we did a whole day's filming and then we had to go to the other airport you have to let it go to fake let it go. our arrival let it go so we were full days we were absolutely knackered and then we stood in a car park I had to strip in a car park to get into the clothes that I they'd filmed me on the flight in As to go into I. an airport 
<laughs> to go into an airport. Not even to go in and walk out of an airport. Do you know what's funny? And I then had a com- limo pulled up for you and then they put me on a bus. I know. They said, oh, Gerald, you're getting a bus. And I was like, okay. But I presume I'm not getting a bus. No, but because, you did. Because <laughs> I was just like, enough. I presume I just, they film me at the bus stop. I walk on, then I get off and get into the limo with Neve. <laughs> That's not what happened. No. It's very apt for the end of this conversation because you've, you know, Dolly's trying to finish out our problem here. So she says, I do have a quick question. You might not run into this problem much as you probably get limousines everywhere. But how do you deal with people skipping the bus queue? It boils my blood almost every morning. (laughs) Thanks for the chats and laughs, Dolly. Well, Dolly, clearly Garod is the one who's going to answer this because he's the one who's on the bus all the time. Now, here's what I think you should do (laughs) is get yourself a bus cart because then you go in the other queue. Okay, that's one way of doing it. Secondly, I am not above, I never have been. Voicing your opinion. Voicing my opinion. If somebody way. skips me, I say, excuse me. There's a queue here. Did you know there's a queue? Excuse me. Are you all right? Did you start with the, are, are you, you okay? all right? Are you okay? Are you okay? Sorry. <laughs> Is there an issue? Why are you skipping me? <laughs> I am not above going absolutely bananas on a bus <laughs> I, pers- I, I, I personally want to be involved in that situation. I'm sure at some point there will be a video of me that will go viral. It'll be me hit, <laughs> headbutting an OAP. <laughs> it drives me insane. Dolly, I would be the same. I would be like so obvious. But then as a 50, as an older woman, like you get away with more. But as a national treasure, do, it's quite difficult. Bus drivers drive me insane. Uh, oh, do they? Do you know what I did? And I'm, I'll tell you, I can say this now because it was a while ago, but I'm okay. not proud of this. All right, go on. Right? <laughs> what did you Years do? Years ago, right, where I live, <laughs> it was on Joanne's tour. I'm was not it ready for I this. I think it was Joanne's tour. Okay, you went where to the bus? I was going to the UK an awful lot. Like So I was, and I would... I, the where I live, right? There's a bus. Like it's not the actual airport bus. There is actually a a bus, a normal bus. Oh, that goes across that, that. That goes down the tunnel out to the airport. So I could get that bus. Oh, brilliant! Right? Yeah, yeah, grand and handy. So I used to run across the bridge, the East Link, right, at maybe six o'clock in the morning and get like. If I was on, say I was on an eight o'clock flight oh, or something at, at the three arena or something. Yeah, so yeah. I, I used to be up at the crack of dawn. But anyway, there was one morning I was running. I was like slightly late. I think I was on, I was on like a ridiculously early flight. So I ran across and there was me and this American couple who were standing at the bus stop. Right. And we put our hands out and the bus didn't stop. <gasps> it just drove by. Oh no. And they do that. They absolutely do that. And I was like, I am so annoyed. But here's the thing. There's a roundabout. <laughs> There's a roundabout just like just so literally a couple of feet. So we had to stop because there was traffic going. So I went Did you down. you run up and hit the And bump? I ran down and I like rapped on the door and he wouldn't turn around. Oh my God. I stood in front of the bus. Did you? I did stand in front of the bus. I was like, Come and he was, he was like beeping at me and I just wouldn't get out of the way of the bus. And then he set off the emergency alarm. <laughs> so I just got out of the way. But he still drove off. Oh my God. So me and then the American couple, we had to get a taxi. Did you, look, did you look a little like, deranged? I, I'm not going to lie. Maybe maybe you weren't looking was, quite maybe sane. I maybe he was, was concerned for his personal safety. To kill him. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but I, there was a part of me. I was standing in front of the bus going, no, girl, this doesn't look right. This no, is no. not. <laughs> but then you're committed. Then you're committed. Exactly, you're committed. <laughs> and then there comes a point where you're like, he's not moving. Now he set off the alarm. Oh it's like, God. I think I need to just step out of the way oh of this bus. Oh my God, that's committed. Oh my God. 
that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Do we have an actual problem? <laughs> Dolly, so, I don't Dolly, know. Dolly, vocalize, don't... vocalize your distaste with the way that they are treating the queuing system. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Last problem. We better hurry because we're supposed to be out of here in eight minutes. Eight minutes. Okay. We'll wrap it up. What one is it? Number five. Five. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. I'm going to try and keep this general so as not to identify us, if that's okay. I'll get straight to it. I am friends with a girl, woman I suppose, since we started secondary school. We are now nearly 50. She is divorced with teenage kids and I'm single with no kids. We are in contact regularly, text, phone calls and calls to each other's houses all the time. We do live a couple of hours away from each other. Her house is like home to me and vice versa. Just very good friends for over 35 years. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she has always been a bit argumentative. She's a very defensive sort of person, but it hasn't really bothered me as she wasn't really that way towards me. Mm. The last 10 years or so have been hard for her. She's had a lot of pressures, so I've always put her defensive and argumentative behaviour down to that. Things have improved hugely for her in the last year, so I was expecting her to calm down that confrontational side a little bit. We went away for a week, just the two of us, and to be honest, I felt like she wanted to have an argument with me every single day. Anything I said, she said the opposite. When I said she could do things alone if she wanted to, she made a very passive-aggressive statement like, I'm not that sad. (laughs) I do things alone all the time, but she insisted that it's sad doing things alone. I just felt that she was trying to get a rise out of me every day. I didn't argue with her and didn't even react until the last day when I snapped at her. That was a few months ago. Now my life has been very busy since, so I've managed to make excuses not to call to her. But I can't keep making excuses. I don't feel particularly comfortable with the idea of seeing her again. I wish things could go back to the way they were. I don't have very many close friends, just acquaintances really. She was my closest friend. I don't know what to do. Please don't read out my name. This is awful. It is awful. It's awful. I think it's... it's awful when that happens. It's awful when you know that somebody's a really good friend but that you don't want to see them. I've definitely been in situations where I've felt this person wants a row and I'm not going to give it to them. Yeah, yeah. No, we've all been in that situation I think, yeah. And I think that the way you've reacted up to now, I think that's fair enough. I Mm -hmm. think everything she's done is fair enough. Yeah. But I will say this, different to I guess the other one that we had. Mm Mm-hmm. In this situation, you can't just you, no. You cut you her need to you need to have a conversation. Yourself. Yeah, and the way you haven't helped yourself is you have constantly tried to be understanding mm-hmm. of the way she's treating you, treating other people, of her mood, and that's that's to your credit. You've been saying this is my friend. She's gone through a hard time, and I'm just going to take this. But there comes a point where you taking it is not you're not you're not doing them any favors. No, because you're getting them. You're not asking them to change. You're, yeah, you're allowing them mm. to treat people whatever way way they want. And yeah. if you allow someone to do that, it costs you in the long run. If yeah, you're, no, it if does. you're argumentative with people, it does cost. And the the easiest way to help her is to shut that down. No, I agree. And actually, to be honest with you, this is a, you owe her a conversation. And you owe yourself a conversation. And she owes you an apology. She does. But, 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 right? Go on. I'm going to say, you know, this is a habit that this woman has gone involved in, 
right? Yeah. It's very hard to change habits. Things have happened in her life. She's been in pressure. So you've allowed her that space. But in a weird way, you've enabled her to kind of develop yeah. that side. And don't get me wrong, you're not responsible for it, but you have allowed it. And so it's you're within your rights now to go to her and say, these are the guidelines. You know, this is, I, you know, I get that you're this way and this is not easy. But actually, when you say this or when you do this, this hurts. Now, you need examples because, you know, somebody who is naturally aggressive or passive aggressive will have 50 things to say. Of course. About, and yeah. excuses. So you need to have examples. You know, sometimes myself, and my friend joke all the time about, you know, going, oh, you're this, that and the other. And you say, name one. <laughs> Yeah. And we joke about the fact that we can't name one off the top and we say, well, then that's not true. Right? It's a kind of a running joke with us. But yeah, the reality yeah, but it's is good. it's good to have in your head straight what actually happened and what offended you. Be really clear in your head yourself what's offended you before yeah. you get to that point. Because actually, if you've been friends for 35 years, your friendship may have changed. Maybe you're not going to continue on. But actually, more importantly, you can't just go, that's it now. She deserves a conversation as much as you do. Absolutely. And I think as well, you you don't want to be in a situation like that with your friend. No. Because like a 35-year relationship is a... Well, it's, it's, a, a it's a commitment. It's, yeah, of course. Like, And it's it's... It's, it's a great thing in your life. And to be fair, you know, to think that everything's going to be good all the time is never going to be the case. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater here. <clears throat> I think the one of the things you say here, which I find very important to remark upon is <clears throat> I wish things could go back to the way they were. Well, they can't, but maybe they can go forward better. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so that's what your goal should be. Not so much. I'm done. It's all over for me. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think that you. I think that you have a responsibility in this. Mm -hmm. And I think you want her to be like, you're, you're really clear that you you don't have very many, many close friends, just acquaintances. And she was your closest friend. And what you're essentially saying is that you're willing to let this go rather than have an awkward conversation with her. Yeah, and you know, I'm really proud that you didn't rise to the bait when she was trying to, you know, that's a really that important thing. is fair play to you because <clears> that is the sort of thing, like a situation like that, if somebody is a little bit volatile, that is the sort of thing that could destroy a friendship. Yeah. So you've really done your best to preserve it. So I feel like the next phase of this is actually quite easy. And she may say, oh, for God's sake, what do you, you know. If she doesn't get it, that's fine. Then you have decisions to make yourself. Yeah, you know? but you just have to say to her, listen, you have to say, you have to say not that you're very argumentative. No. You have to say, you really hurt me. Yeah. I was I'm, actually really hurt. I was on holidays with you and you were picking fights you at were me looking left, for a fight. right and centre. And it really hurt me and it ruined the holiday. And I did my best to try and preserve our friendship by not rising to it. But, but I find it really difficult. I find it really difficult. And and actually moving forward, if we're going to remain friends and spend time together, I don't want to deal with that kind of energy. Yeah. And I think it's okay to say that. You know, I really do. Mm. I think I think it's really important because you, you, you show an active desire to, you know, to improve your relationship rather than just endure it. Do you like that? Oh, me, that's very good. Do you good. like that? I, I actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knit that into something. That's very good. <laughs> no, but it is true. It's important. It's a good opportunity. And actually, if you... For 35 years, you know, I haven't even been with my husband that long. You still have to think about how you're going to move forward all the time. So it's OK to kind of say, I'm not happy with that. You know? Yeah, and it's fair enough to be annoyed and it's fair yeah. enough to get angry with somebody. Like in friendships, particularly long run friendships, 
it could be to your credit that you're not used to doing this because mm. you've always had good friendships and it just is never encountered. But yeah. people have rows. Yeah, they do. And they have rows and they say, you're like, I hate you. I never yeah. want to speak to you again. Yeah. And then two days later, they make it all up. Yeah. And actually, and if you've been good happen. enough friends for 35 years, surely you should get to the point where you can actually go, I'm really pissed off with you. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm right the to be. Here. And so she should be in a position to receive that information and maybe try and do something with it. You know, I find in these situations it's never just one-sided. You know what I mean? It isn't really, you know, no, that oh, you, you've not. allowed it or whatever, but it, it doesn't mean you're responsible for it. But, you know, but, the thing is, you have to call her on it because she's your friend. And you're talking about not seeing her again. Yeah. You're also writing into a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> about not seeing her again. Yeah. So you're not comfortable with not seeing her again? No. You're not comfortable with having a conversation, but you're not supposed to be comfortable in that situation. Nobody's comfortable with that It's stuff. not an it's easy hard. thing to start. It's really but hard. I think once you're in it, maybe you'll be glad you did one way or you'll another. Be, it'll be so rewarding and I guarantee you. No matter what the outcome is, honestly, I promise you, it will be better for you if you have this conversation. And if you do this softly. Softly. No, it's not my forte. <laughs> I'd sit down and say you're an absolute bitch and throw a cup of tea in her face. But that's not the way you're supposed to do it. (laughs) Apparently. I mean, it seems very effective to my mind. Start with, I love you, you're my friend, but I I don't like what you're doing. And when you have a soft version of what you want to say to her in your head. (laughs) And you think you can deliver it. Make it softer. Yeah, yeah. As soft and gentle as possible. Going in hard, of, yeah. Going in hard will won't get you the conversation. It won't. Need. It yeah. absolutely won't. I love you, but I, I'm struggling to see you, and this is why. And this is why. Yeah, exactly right. I think. I think to be fair, we definitely want to hear how this turns out. And the thing about it is, right? Make it clear to her. You don't. You know. Sometimes people react badly when, when you know they're t- they're told that they've hurt somebody. Yeah. So give her space. So give her space and like, look, I've, I've, you know, there's a way forward to this, but I just need you to know and I just need you to consider my feelings as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. And don't but blame. But apparently softly, softly. It's not my thing. Like I said, <laughs> I don't believe it's effective. Yeah. <laughs> especially. But apparently it is. Especially if there's bus drivers involved. Clearly. Oh, I swear to God. <laughs> I know. I know. I would batter that man with a shovel. <laughs> I went mad. I went mad, Neef. <laughs> Mad. Very bad ambassador for me country now with those two so American tourists watching me. Here's they a were question. very grateful. If he was like queuing to get into your gig, would you let him in? If he paid the money, I would. Yeah. <laughs> All is forgiven. 27 euros. 27 <laughs> euros. forgiven. I, no, I have to say I was furious. No, I understand that. I and I remember your woman and she was like, you, you're super confident. That's like, her I'm way. in a rage. That's her way of saying, I'm scared of you. Yeah. She's like, I'm terrified. No, I well, pay- I'll get in a taxi with you because yeah, <laughs> it'll be cheaper. I paid I paid for her taxi. I did pay oh, for her taxi. Oh, you're so good. No. Yeah, I did it on the app. I know. Look, we hope this turns out really well for you. Honestly. Yeah, and, 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 and do you know what? I I'm don't want to be saying I'm 100% certain, but I, I really do think it will turn out okay. After and I, 35 I, years, yeah. I think that that person is as invested in this friendship as you are. I if it if they aren't, well then it's okay to say goodbye to it. But you can't say goodbye without actually without a big conversation. A conversation because you know this is a long time, and and clearly you're very in each other's lives. It's not a case of you know pedestrianly involved. Exactly, and I think that if you make it very clear to them how much the friendship means to you and how much you want to fix Mm. it. 
I think I think you will. And and we really want to follow up. This. Yeah, no, start we with really I love do. you and move from there. So yeah. look, um I hope it works out. I think we solved some problems today. We changed lives. I mean, we've explained what Baraka is. Absolutely. You know. Agonyrants at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We would love it if you would subscribe to Headstuff Plus mm-hmm. because we need it. We do. Vintage Rants will be out next week. Oh, it's so or good. it was out last week. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? <laughs> Certainly not you. <laughs> <laughs> and we will chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.